grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace. This is one of the names given to him by the prophet Isaiah. Jesus, in a great show of power and authority, says to the wind and waves, Peace, be still. And the raging storm becomes a great calm. As Jesus sends out the disciples to preach the coming of the kingdom of God, he tells them, Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. And when he appears to his disciples after his resurrection from the dead, his first words to his frightened flock are, Peace be with you. Paul writes in Romans 5 that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so I greet you today, and I say, Peace be to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus. The text for our sermon is the Gospel reading from Matthew 10, beginning at verse 34. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. This is the gospel of the Lord. Have a nice day. Thomas Jefferson cut out portions of his New Testament. Using a razor and glue, he clipped and spliced and made his own version of the Gospels. What he left out was most references to angels and all references to miracles, which included, of course, any reference to the resurrection of our Lord. He also excluded any passages that taught or suggested that Jesus was divine. Jefferson called all of these things impossible, of superstitions, fanaticisms, and fabrications. He actually did this twice and called them books of the moral teachings of Jesus. The first one, done in 1803, has been lost. The second, made in 1819, was purchased in 1895 by the Smithsonian Institution from Jefferson's great-granddaughter. Jefferson certainly made important contributions as one of the great founding fathers of this country, but his theology left a great deal to be desired. I imagine that Jefferson would have cut this portion out of our gospel reading. I have come to bring a sword, a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a person's enemies will be those of his own household, Maybe this is one of Jesus' sayings that you'd like to put under the knife, too. It doesn't sound very welcoming. It doesn't sound very nice. But it is the Word of God, so we'll have to deal with it. Why does the Prince of Peace say that he brings a sword? I think what we need is a little context here. If you remember the reading from Matthew last Sunday... This is where Jesus is sending out the disciples to the towns and villages. And he, he says, Proclaim as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. And we can imagine the disciples looking at one another. Wow, this is so exciting. Are we really going to be able to do all of these things? 
Then as they continue listening, we can picture the blood draining from their faces as Jesus goes on. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more bearable on that day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues, and you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father his child, and children will rise against their parents and have them put to death, and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. Oh, thanks a lot, Jesus. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. Jesus sends out the message that the kingdom is near, because that kingdom is coming in Jesus. The message is, get ready, prepare for the kingdom, repent of your sins, and in Christ there is full and free forgiveness. Be washed in the waters of baptism and your sins will be forgiven and you'll become a child of God. Gather together and worship the God who has redeemed you. Hear the word of God read and preached. Confess your sins and receive God's absolution. Take the body and blood of Christ given and shed for you. Sing praises to the one who gives freedom to the captive, light to those in darkness, and life to those dead in their sins. But the world isn't going to like that message that says we're broken. That if we look deep down inside, we don't find goodness, but ugliness and death because of our sin. That we're not okay the way that we are. That we're subject to the judgment of a holy and righteous God. That we need to admit our brokenness and our need to be reborn by the power of the Holy Spirit. The world doesn't want to hear that the reign of God has come in Jesus Christ because the world is lost in darkness. It's in the grip of Satan and it believes his lie that there are many pathways to God. That what we really need to do is release the inner potential of our better angels. That there really is no God. That we're all just accidents in the cosmic chaos. Jesus comes to bring light to the darkness and the darkness hates the light. Jesus says that his message is going to tear apart families. It's going to separate you from your friends. For the name of Christ, you will be hated by the world. Abu Ali was a Christian living in the city of Mosul in Iraq when ISIS overran the city. After a week, Abu decided he and his family of eight should leave the city. And 15 minutes after they had left their home, the door was kicked in by ISIS militants, most likely tipped off that Abu and his family were Christian by a neighbor, one who had burned down their house years earlier for that very reason. Abu is sure that if they had stayed behind, they would have been killed. 
the family relocated to a refugee camp of 6,000, many who were Muslims fleeing ISIS. Abu's witness led others to Christ. One of the new converts was killed. Others were beaten regularly. It's estimated that 260 million Christians around the world live in areas where there is active persecution for the faith. Jesus said in John 3:19, "The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light." The darkness does not love the light. Jesus warns that those who oppose us because of our faith may even be those within our own families. That if we love father or mother or sister, brother, son, daughter, anyone or anything more than Jesus, we are not worthy of him. To follow Jesus is to take up a cross daily. The message of repentance and faith in Jesus as our only Redeemer is not one the world wants to hear. It's a message that the world would like to shut out, drown out, cut out of the pages. At the same time, it's a message the world needs to hear, a message the world is dying to hear, the message that Jesus has rescued by his blood all who would put their faith in him. It's the only message in this dark world that brings light and life. There is a lot of brokenness in our world. There are a lot of hurting people. People left out. People that are lonely or afraid. There's real darkness in this world broken by sin. And that darkness isn't just out there. The brokenness isn't just in somebody else. Pride and anger, selfishness and prejudice, coveting, narrow-mindedness, it's not just out there, not just in the world around me, it's in me, it's in my own flesh, it's in my own hard heart. I need daily to repent of my sin, to ask God's forgiveness for my hardness of heart, my selfish words and thoughts and actions. And we who are baptized, we who have put our faith in Jesus Christ, can thank God every day that as we repent of our sins, His full and free forgiveness is ours because of the suffering and death of Jesus the blood of the sacrifice poured out for us on the cross, and not for us only, but for the world. And the message that God loves sinners, that He gave for this sin-filled and broken world, and for you, the life of His own Son, is the only message that brings real and lasting peace. Jesus said to Nicodemus, You must be born again, because there is no coaxing the darkness to become light. There is no rehabilitating the old Adam in us. The sinful flesh must be put to death, and in our baptism, 
We have been crucified with Christ. What brings us peace is what Paul talked about in our Romans 7 reading. We have died to the law through the body of Christ, and now we belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. Jesus said, I have come to bring a sword. Because repentance and faith and life and salvation are the enemy of this world's prince. Faith and life in the darkness of this world are like a drop of water falling into hot oil. The two cannot mix. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth, Jesus said. He did not come to make nice with the prince of this world, but to do battle and to overcome. And we don't dare cut out any scripture, because it all tells the story of the one who died for us, the one who rose from the dead for us, to bring us light and life and peace. There is already peace in the hearts of believers. Peace will rest with those who put their trust in Jesus. Even for Abu Ali and his friends in the midst of harsh persecution, there is peace in knowing that the blood of Jesus has opened for them the way into the Father's arms. And there is peace for you too, in the midst of chaos and uncertainty, peace that drives out fear. And we join with Abu Ali and with all believers of every time and every place in offering our praise to the one who has brought us that peace. Peace with God through Jesus Christ, the light of the world, our Lord and our life. Now may that peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.